Hello and welcome to Empty Calories. Empty Calories is an entertainment suit podcast that aims to provide bite-sized conversations that serve as an alternative to our more in-depth overthinkings found on Stirring the Pot. With episodes ranging from 10 to 20 minutes, we aim to fill you up with some empty calories. Uh, hi, this is Derek, host of Empty Calories, and today we have... Sam! Man, it's been... We had to take a hiatus since yeah. May, but we haven't been um we haven't just been messing around yeah what happened in may uh megacon megacon we were um we were guests at megacon Mm -hmm. and it took a lot of work yeah and then we're just like oh we're guests at metrocon Mm -hmm. so let's um let's get some things in order yeah and so in the intervening months since then from may to well Mar- i think metrocon was in sorry oh, i think yeah. that was in march it was in march we we just put kept putting out all of our content up until may mm-hmm. so from march to june to the end of june in fact we're still working yeah. um we've been constantly working on metrocon 2023 to make it the biggest metrocon for us ever mm-hmm. um if you don't know Metrocon is our favorite convention. Yeah. And like the entire, out of all of our convention schedules, Metrocon is our favorite. Mostly because it's the first convention that gave us a chance. It was the first mm-hmm. convention that we did panels at mm-hmm. back in 2017. Yeah. Um, so it's like and, our sixth year. Yeah. It's like our sixth year there. Um, followed by Tampa Bay Comic Con that was our second chance. But mm-hmm. there's just something so homey. About MetroCon. The thing is, I really appreciate that. I feel like MetroCon has not not that other conventions don't do this, but I feel like since MetroCon was also one of my first conventions, like going to one of my first conventions, I feel like they do a good job, um, making sorry. I was like giving your like a bang for your buck, I guess. Where there's like a bunch of different events that you don't see anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like for for me, MegaCon has like a grand showcase of artists and like merchandise and like it's like more of like a shopping thing for me. Um, but MetroCon, I feel like there's actual events that you can go to, which is really nice. MetroCon is the standard that I judge every convention mm-hmm. to because it was the first convention. It was so like before I've always went to MegaCon. Um, but like you said, I was a, I was a dumb kid when uh, I went to MegaCon. I didn't do any panels. Um, I didn't know that there were panels. I didn't know there were panels. I just thought because my first time I went to MegaCon, I was. 14 or 15 Mm -hmm. and then i was just like oh so you just go to a convention to shop shop and like take pictures of like the cosplayers yeah um i I didn't know there were guests i didn't even know people had like actual paid like voice actors and like actual celebrities same i thought it was just like you're just there to go shopping um and so with that in mind um when we first went to metrocon um, they were just, uh, we, we submitted a bunch of panels. They took like three or four and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, here are these tickets for the weekend. And we were just like, oh, so we have it for the weekend. And we were broke college kids mm-hmm. when we started going to MetroCon. And it was so amazing. There mm-hmm. wasn't extra stuff you had to pay for. Um, there's a bunch of people who, uh. Also the vibes are just nice. The vibes are <laughs> immaculate every, at the convention. Everyone is just like, not that, like every convention always has like very kind people, but it's, everyone's just chill. Everyone's so nice. And like, I remember, it was just really nice. So I remember like last year, there was like an Aerith cosplayer who I did not get the name of. Um, so it's just some random Aerith cosplayer that like gave me a flower from her basket, which I thought was just very sweet. And I still think about that. There was like people who would give me like, um, who are like handing out pride, like flags and stuff. It was just really sweet. 
someone gave me like a someone dressed as Cosmo gave me like a wish star. It was really sweet, adorable. I'm crying. They're so kind. Um, but our role in MetroCon for the past what two years, mm-hmm. we've been accepted as guests at MetroCon mm-hmm. as panel guests. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you didn't know this about us, if you just carried us from the World of Vala or stirring the pod or um. And those are That's main it. things. That's, those are our main things. Um, you would Ultraviolet. <laughs> it's up and coming, you know. You know, we're getting there. It's getting there. Come on, give me that. It's a make those chapters, you know. Um, if you were just watching us from that, I don't think you will realize that Entertainment Studio has built most of its income, most of its bread and butter on panels. Mm-hmm. Like we are, we have always been panelists, um, edutainment people. Um, and so we're lucky enough that conventions like us enough and that you guys mm-hmm. like us enough for conventions to keep bringing us to the conventions. So thank you. Um, this year's no different. We have about nine panels this year. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, nine. nine. One, two, three. Yeah. Nine panels. Each each 50 minutes long. Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to go through all of our panels, but we are doing panels um, we're doing press as in we're going on and covering events. You'll see a lot of the stuff we covered in our, uh, potluck magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, we're saving the summer edition until after MetroCon before we can include MetroCon pictures in it. Yeah. Um, but we will be having a specific MetroCon edition of the magazine out. And then we have, um, our merchandise. Yeah. Our merchandise is what we've been spending a long time doing this time we have a 10 by 10 booth yeah um so that's space actually we have the space because we have so much stuff Mm -hmm. we have uh of course the prints the 11 by 17 Mm -hmm. the 5 by 5 and the eight and a half by 11s now sorry yeah eight and a half by 11s now um we've gone we've done a lot in this journey of being a vendor because Mm -hmm. it wasn't metricon the first place we vended it was Um, it felt fitting uh we have gotten away from a lot of non-original content. We got, we've gotten away from fandom stuff, mm-hmm. which from some conventions they didn't like. Um, but, but I'm personally tired of fandom stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to compete with fandom stuff because there's always going to be someone who like draws something in a prefer- more preferable style that you prefer mm-hmm. to yours. So I feel like it's not the best way to necessarily like spend your time on. Not spend your time on exactly. I feel like for me personally, it's... I'm always constantly chasing trends. There's always going to be a new anime that you have to follow. Yeah. Or a new, like, and plus, you're the only artist on our team. Yeah. So I prefer working on things that are more passionate about, like my own IPs. Mm-hmm. Our own IPs. I also draw a lot of World of Vala art. And so we have our tabletop book, the World of Vala world book that's going to be there. Um, we have a collection of short stories. Mm-hmm. We have a children's book that children's Sam book just now. finished uh, it's illustrating. It's so cute. The mouse that couldn't sleep, that'll be available at our mm-hmm. booth. And then finally, we have our first expansion for the World of Vala. Um, it's called Arcana Unleashed, and, and it introduces a ton of the World of Vala mechanics that we fell in love with when we were playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very extensive. It's like, very extensive. We now have a romance yeah, uh, we now mechanic. Have a, we have a romance, friendship, and rivalry system. It works really well. Um, I'm excited for you guys to see it play. Um Sam's going to be at the booth almost the entire week, yeah, unfortunately. If you want to see me, you know where I'm at. Yeah. I, I, I don't have the booth number right now, so I can't plug it. But, yeah. you know, 
I'm going to be at the booth the whole time. So please, please visit me. So I'm not just there standing alone <laughs> for hours because everyone has panels and press to do. Um, outside of that, um, let's talk about these panels. Mm-hmm. A few of these are panels. Well, I think all of them are panels that we've run, yeah. um, but we haven't ran them in such a long time. Mm-hmm. They picked like really, not obscure ones, but I feel they picked the, they try to like mix up the lineup. And you know what? I'm glad because the thing is me and, me and Asia were just talking about how it feels like every convention picks the same panels from mm-hmm. us. Um, we have the thing is we legitimately have like a running panel list of like 25 panels. Yeah. Which um, I feel like. For people who don't do panels, it doesn't seem like a lot. But the thing is, our panels, we take a lot of work into them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this isn't saying that other people don't put a lot of work into them. But they all have to reach a quality standard for us for them to go out. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that uh, Metrocon picked some that uh, we haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Explorer's Guidebook, a tabletop documentary. That documentary was completed in, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. We haven't run that panel since 2019. You're right. I think that was one of the first, like, real ones that we had. Yeah, we ran it at Mega. MegaCon. Yeah, and I think, that was... I, and I, think that's, I think we've only done it, like, once or we've twice. We've only done this panel once. Because essentially what it is is that we play a clip from the documentary. Um, the documentary sits at about um, 30 minutes, but we only have 50 minutes to discuss. So we're probably going to play 10 minutes of the documentary. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're going to talk tabletop and D&D. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, this time I was going to see if I can get some um, interviews for the document. Because I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to revamp the documentary mm-hmm. just in case someone asks for this again. Um, it's a documentary that not a lot of people have seen. So um, I'm very hopeful that you guys would like it mm-hmm. um but um, we get one of the like actual sorry one of the interviews is actually a person that like helped start D. yeah it was uh it was a friend of gary gygax who uh he is now essentially kind of turned into a gary gygax historian mm-hmm. amazing interview so we're gonna play clips from him in the uh during the panel on mm-hmm. that on friday and especially since then, you also just started your, like, you were already starting the world of Vala, but you were, like, more new to it. Yeah. So now you having a more established world that's so much more, like, extensive, I guess. I feel like it would be fun to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for that doc- for that one. Then we have, with great power comes intense ethical framework. Mm-hmm. Um, or the alternative name, Holy Ethics Batman. Um, it's all the thing is this is a kind of a pure philosophy panel where we're breaking down the ethical um, philosophy behind certain superheroes mm-hmm. um, because Metrocon is more of an anime and um, anime convention and this theme is anime versus video games I think I might change it up a bit to include anime and video game characters just to, as long as as well as the other like like superheroes yeah. Just like just to keep it fresh. Just to keep it fresh, but also to keep it unique to what this theme is mm-hmm. for MetroCon. Um, Hip hop and anime cultures combine. Um, that's a fun one. We just ran that at AFO. Mm-hmm. Um, this time we're actually bringing music, so that's yeah. Hopefully that, we remember the. We keep forgetting the like like the what is that called? The speaker. The speaker. We keep forgetting the Bluetooth speaker, but mm-hmm. hopefully we won't forget this time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a panel that works really well with music. Mm-hmm. Um, we pretty much talked about the origins of hip hop, the origins of anime, and we, and the cultures combined. No, I'm yeah, <laughs> and how both of the cultures work with each other, or uh, use the other one to kind of build itself up. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, 
those are Friday panels. We only have three. And then it's Saturday. We have Beast Mode Shoujo Edition, which I'm super excited for. I'm We're so getting excited. our prizes ready for it. I'm so um, excited. The thing is, we have a Shonen Edition, and Shonen's great. Um, Shoujo's where I shine. Shoujo is where all the years of anime knowledge, stemming from seventh grade, are trickling down to me. It's great. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to, bi- I have to binge read a few more shonen mangas mm-hmm. for, I mean, shoujo mangas for this. But um, I got it. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then we have leveling up video games and education, which I'm super excited about because I, if you guys don't know, we've only, we've also only ran this panel once before, and it was a big hit at MegaCon. A bunch of teachers showed up. Yeah. It was crazy. Showed up during the summer. Yeah. Talk about school. <laughs> like a bunch of nerds. No, because it was in March. If people, It's like they took off work. That's to, funny. That's and funny. And they came to the panel to talk about school. And then in this panel, so if you don't know, I'm a teacher. If you haven't heard. If you haven't heard. <laughs> I feel like I say everyone. Um, in leveling up video games and education, we talk about real world research that I have done and that I, I have published on... Video games and education, and the positive impact that video games can have on education. And we have data from my own classrooms about video games and education. So that's what I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows that because I've created my own um, ELA at play game where I utilize uh, RPG Maker to create a review game for English language arts for middle schoolers. Um, and I have the positive impact of that within this panel. It's so exciting. The thing is, as I talk about it, I was like, man, are people going to think this is dry? But I hope not. Mm-hmm. Um, then finally, the anthropology of One Piece. Um, hey, One Piece heads, you know what's coming out. Yeah, you know what's up. You know what's coming out. You know. You know. It's, 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 it's sun god Luffy time. Hey, anthropologists. You want to get into anime, but you don't know where to start? I guess show up here, I guess. It's good. The it's thing good. is, we try not to hit spoilers, but then we try to do the final ten minutes. We kick everyone else out of the room who don't ca- who uh, don't want spoiled. Yeah, and we just spoil it. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited for that ten minute spoiler talk as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we also have where are we in identity representation? On yes, that is. Um, I feel oh. like that's just a cathartic panel. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's it's one that a lot of conventions pick, and then I'm always glad because at the end it's just like, hey, here's the research that we found and consolidated. That hey, that says you're validating your feelings. Yeah. I'm not there. They're not being representation in media for you. And then we kind of just turn into event session for everyone, and we talk about things that. Uh, we wish had more representation mm-hmm. or we talk about representation that's not done well. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, we have PKM 1000 Pokey Ethics. Yeah. It's just a fun panel. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun uh, Pokemon panel because we center the, eth- we try to center the ethics of the Pokemon world as its own thing mm-hmm. and then examine it through our lids. Mm-hmm. Similar to anthropology. It, it is do, the thing do, is do, it do, is a the thing is, it's the one panel that is a mixture of anthropology and philosophy, two of our biggest schools of thoughts that we examine mm-hmm. within entertainment too. Um, and then finally, it's let's create a tabletop podcast. I mean, like yeah, I, I love that panel. It's, it's a good, fun. It's a it's just a good fun panel. Mm-hmm. Um, we we get content out of it. Everyone gets content out of it. Honestly, I might record a few of these panels. You're right. Just so we have them. Yeah. You know. 
Oh, I feel like we should probably should Ben started doing that. We should we should have been started recording it's our been panel. Five years. We probably should have. I feel like at least in the, in the in the standard, it's like for quality control. I guess it's just that we just don't. We never have a big enough team to That's record. Fair. Um, because the thing is, if you don't know, um, Entertainment Stew, we at the most run with a team of like ten people. Yeah. At the least, it's me, Sam, and Asia. Yeah. Um. But I gotta say, MetroCon is for me one of the best conventions that you can go to. The people there, people who work there, are so kind. Mm-hmm. It's such a welcoming environment. They have things from a fire show to a LARP event mm-hmm. to even a rave. There's things for everyone. Um, sometimes I feel some conventions. Um, it's very clear that they're only in it for like the money. Yeah. You can tell that the people that put on Metrocon genuinely care about everyone having a good time, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. And so uh, we're going we're, we're gonna to go back and uh, continue working <laughs> <laughs> on our stuff for Metrocon. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. And if we don't see you at Metrocon, I hope that... Um, sorry. If we don't see you at Metrocon, I hope that through our coverage, you can see how fun it is and you can mm-hmm. try to make it one day in the future. Yeah. Um, at Potluck. Potluck. Wait, what? No, we'll, uh, we'll update the oh, Metrocon yeah, stuff on Potluck. So, thank you. That's just like, oh, you're inviting them to a Potluck? I forgot. That's the name of our magazine. Yeah. Um, I'm tired. Let's go home. <laughs> this has been Derek. And Sam. Thanks for listening. Bye.